so welcome to the Luke Miller Experience Podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about a bunch of different stuff. We're going to be talking about inflation, Bitcoin, uh, interest rates, uh, college, um, my thoughts on, you know, security of, of having a job, pension plans, 401ks, retirement, um, investing, uh, something that I noticed about uh, really, really mega successful wealthy people. Well, actually, all old people. Not all old people, but the majority of old people uh, who I've studied a lot, uh, you know. Uh, and also the metaverse. Because that's a big topic that uh, is going around today uh, in 2022 in January, at least. Uh, so let's get started. So uh, to start off, let's talk about the metaverse. I think that's something that a lot of people are really interested in. And I like to give my thoughts on it. Uh, obviously, you know, Facebook changed their name to Meta, which is a big move, and it caused a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of uh, debate and talk about uh, if this new Metaverse will be the new future. Of course, right? Because Facebook is a social network; it's the largest, uh, you know, company with the most influence uh, over people's minds really you know it's social media uh, and so them making that move is really really big in the world it's, it kind of uh, sent a ripple out into the world and to be honest with you I think Mark Zuckerberg is incorrect with his time uh, span that he gave he, he said uh, with I was watching his interview with Gary Vaynerchuk on YouTube you can go over and see it uh, it's really good. He, uh, it has about 1.6 million views uh, at the time that I watched it. Probably going to have a lot more in the future. But basically, uh, Mark Zuckerberg talked about the future of the metaverse. And he said that it will be here in about five years, uh, which is kind of crazy to think that, you know, we're going to have a virtual world uh, and that many people are going to be participating in and getting married in and stuff like that when, um, you know, nobody's really doing that today at least. Um, so it's pretty crazy to think that he thinks that's going to happen in five years. But if you look at the rate at which technology has been moving and stuff like that, it makes sense that it could happen. It could happen, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I'm sorry. If, if, if you think about how much time people are spending today in the metaverse, I mean, how, how often do you spend time on the metaverse? can't tell you that I spend any time out of my day in the metaverse. I don't know about you, but I mean... How many hours out of every single day do you spend in the metaverse? I don't spend any time in the metaverse, so I don't see why uh, Mark Zuckerberg says it's going to be happening in five years. I mean, I mean, let me know, comment, or let me know the reviews or whatever, what you think, when it's going to happen, if the metaverse will be here in the future, if it's not going to be here in the future, when you think it's going to happen, because I just don't see it happening anytime soon, honestly. Uh, the way I see it is, uh, if you ever saw that like that photo of the guy with a huge phone on the beach, it's like this. It's like in the 1900s, uh, like I said about 1900s. But basically, um, there's this old photo. I think it's from 1983. I looked it up, and it's this guy with this old, big old phone. This cell phone. It's one of the first cell phones, and I think that's how we're going to be looking at the Oculus. You know, I think that in maybe 30 years, they're going to come out with this new type of Oculus or Metaverse optics that's going to be uh, like the iPhone of the metaverse for the internet. So for example, uh, we had the Blackberry and then we had the iPhone and that was like the big switch into social media, into the internet, 
a mobile device with searching. I think that there's going to be a revolution similar to like that in the metaverse. But I mean, if we're looking at the future of it, I, I don't think that's going to happen for about 20, 30 years, uh, just based on history and looking at how long it took uh, for, you know, those uh, the cell phones to develop. I mean, it took what? Uh, I think the first one was in 1983, uh, if I'm correct. And uh, I mean, I mean, 40 years, 40 years later, uh, I mean, and here we are with cell phones, just starting to get really, really into, you know, consuming a lot of information from cell phones. Um, so I think that it's going to take a long time. It's not going to take five years, it's probably going to take at least, at least 10 years and probably 20, 30, 40 years uh, for that to really become a big thing. Um, and so that's what I think about the metaverse. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to, uh, you know, revolutionize the world as we see it uh, in your daily life soon. I think it will be a very, very big thing in the future, but not right now. Um, I don't think the NFTs are going to go to the moon either. I think they're going to probably crash pretty soon, but I do think that they're going to be around forever, and I think they're going to be very important in the future as well. Um, and I also want to talk about inflation. I think that inflation is a big, big topic that we should be talking about. Uh, I think that it doesn't uh, get the credit it deserves in the media today, uh, but I do think that it will in the future. I think that inflation is going to get very, very bad over the next decade. I think that uh, if you look at the U.S., I think that uh, you see our balance sheet increasing, meaning uh, we have more debt than ever. Uh, every single month because we're not paying off the debt. Uh, we cannot pay off the debt with taxes. Uh, we cannot pay it off with uh, the trade deficit, meaning uh, we're buying more stuff from China than we're selling. Uh, most of the stuff we're actually making money from uh, as a whole of our GDP, gross domestic product, produce, or product, either one, I'm not sure honestly, but basically like the income of the nation, right? Like how much money is the U.S. making? Um, and most of that actually comes from agriculture, right? Like if you live in a big city like me, I live in Chicago, you don't really see a lot of agriculture going on, right? You don't really see a lot of corn and uh, crops being grown and stuff like that. Uh, but that's actually where the majority of uh, America or the U.S. makes their money, makes their money from farmers, uh, you know, people growing corn is really the biggest one. And uh, that's really the only way that uh, the U.S. makes a ton of money, right? Uh, we used to be a big, big industrial uh, country back, you know, it, during the Industrial Revolution. There were many factories, many people working factories. Well, if you ask your aunts, your uncles, uh, your parents, uh, you just look at them. I mean, many of them are not working in factories anymore, right? They're not doing manufacturing. Uh, most of the stuff that you actually buy is actually manufactured in China. Uh, so obviously, uh, you know, the economy, uh, we're not really as strong as we were, in my opinion, as, you know, uh, during the Industrial Revolution when we were actually producing enough to actually fund World War II, right? Like if you went to history class, you could, you know that um, during World War II, most of the men went over to fight in Europe and uh, the women in the U.S. could actually... Uh, you know, fund that war uh, because they were able to work in the factories. You know, we were able to actually uh, switch out those factories, uh, which we uh, used to produce things into producing weaponry, producing 
uh, different types of uh, guns, aircraft, uh, parts, uh, textiles, for, uh, what did you say, uh, uniforms, stuff like that. Um, and I mean, today, if you ask me, we're consuming a lot more. You know, mo most of those factories today would be shopping malls and stores, not, not really creating stuff to be exported. Uh, every month we have a record uh, trade deficits, meaning we're buying record, record uh, stuff from other countries. And the reason we're able to do that is because we are the reserve currency. So no matter how much money we print, uh, uh, it, it won't actually inflate uh, the currency that we have, which, uh, well, technically we are inflating it uh, because inflation, as the definition of inflation is expansion. And we technically are expanding the money supply because we're making more of it to pay our debt. The problem is that the value of it is not going down because uh, our currency is a reserve currency, meaning uh, even if we in inflate it and the value of it should be going down because there's a higher uh, supply of it, so there should be a lower demand for it. But because with the reserve currency, we have an artificial demand placed on it. But the, of course, if you're listening to investors like Sam Zell, big billionaire guy, uh, he's saying that this probably is going to change in the you know next decades, and that's going to change the quality of living uh, for many Americans. So definitely uh, research inflation, in my opinion. Bitcoin, what I want to talk about with Bitcoin, uh, I'm going to give my honest opinion. I'm sure many of you are not going to want to listen to this with Bitcoin. With Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin is uh, definitely a, a great thing in the future. I think that is probably going to, uh, I mean, if you look at the macro, right, like the blockchain, I think the blockchain is going to be super, super big. You know, I think so many things are going to be made on the blockchain. I was listening to Elon Musk talk about, and he said that most, most he said that money already is on a sort of blockchain uh, because uh, all the numbers that you see on on cash, it's actually in a, in a registry or in a computer system similar to basically a blockchain. And a blockchain is basically just a more simple way of doing it. It's more easier. Uh, it, I mean, I'm not sure exactly the technical, you know, everything about the blockchain, but he's saying that basically we're already using a blockchain. So this is just kind of like a natural progression of, you know, using the internet to uh, secure uh, transactions. Uh, so I think the blockchain is going to be big. But I think that the speculative nature of investing in coins, cryptocurrencies right now is going to be very bad. I think it's going to go down in the future. Depending on when you're watching this, uh, I'm recording this uh, uh, 2022 in January. Uh, so we're having a dip. Uh, Bitcoin prices are around thirty-six dollars to $38,000 per one Bitcoin. And I think we're going to be going down in the years ahead. So that's cool. my honest thoughts on that. I want to talk about interest rates. I think that, uh, you know, if you listen to Warren Buffett, uh, he doesn't care about interest rates. He thinks that if you're a business person or an investor, you should not be paying attention to the federal bank. And if they're, uh, you know, going to be uh, tightening or loosening their monetary policy. I disagree with that, right? Like, I think that if you're able to not time the market, because of course you can't time the market, but if you're able to reasonably say, I think stocks are overvalued, right? Like, 
uh, what would it be like a GDP to, I forgot the Buffett formula, basically like an, there's some formula, I'm a bad investor, but uh, there's a ba really basic formula. I think it's like the average uh, something to GDP. I think it's GDP to uh, maybe a multiple. No, it's not a multiple. I don't know. Something, I forgot. Uh, maybe it's a multiple to the GDP to, uh, and if that's over like two or something, maybe that means stocks are overvalued. Basically, if you can tell that stocks are overvalued, I think it's a good time to sell because, you know, I mean, that's what it does too. But basically, I do think that you should uh, be looking at interest rates. I do think that you should pay attention to them. Uh, of course, you can't be a genie, but I think that you don't have to be a genie uh, or have a genie in a bottle to know that interest rates right now are unsustainable. Uh, and, uh, of course, Jerome Powell is saying that interest rates are going to uh, be higher in the future, that they're going to jack them up. They're calling it liftoff because they're literally going from zero interest rates to, you know, higher interest rates. That's what they're calling it. Um, and I think that they're not going to be able to increase interest rates. If you don't know what interest rates are, it's basically... Uh, they're increasing the rate at which people who borrow money have to pay interest back on their debt, right? So basically you borrow a bunch of money from the uh, bank and you have to pay more money in order to uh, take out that loan. And so obviously if you have a lower rate on the debt, right, you take out a million dollars from the bank or you take out a hundred thousand dollars from the bank and you only have to give out, give back uh 0.0001% every year, it's really easy to, to uh, start a business or invest in real estate because uh, it only costs like a penny uh, to take out, you know, a thousand dollars, depending on, you know, many different things. But if you don't have to pay uh, a lot of money in order to take uh, out a loan, it's going to be easier to make money. It's going to be easier to start a business. Uh, and so that's basically what's happening today. Through, uh, there's really low interest rates. And uh, Jerome Powell is saying that he's the uh, Fed chairman, he, the federal bank. Uh, they say basically they're able to regulate what uh, the rate at which uh, people have to pay interest on their debt. And he's saying that uh, the economy is very good right now, uh, that we are going to be able to increase that rate of interest. And this is total baloney, of course, like if you actually uh, are able to do the numbers, uh, you are going to be able to tell that uh, we're not going to be able to pay this back uh, to increase interest rates, at least, uh, especially to the rate at which we'd have to curb inflation. I mean, if you look at inflation, uh, what they're reporting, I think, was 7% uh, for 2021, the year 2021. And if they were to increase interest rates by 7%, I mean, if you can just imagine that. Uh, I mean, the market would go into a depression, uh, so they're definitely not going to do that. They can't do that, and they're saying that they're going to take it to 2%, I believe, by 2023. And, I mean, if you just look at that and you say, wow, so that means that the dollar is just going to lose 5% in the next two years? I mean, that's not good. Obviously, it's not, uh, and so they're not really planning on fighting inflation. Uh, they're just planning on doing what they can do, which is nothing. Like they can't do anything because if they tried to stop it, then they'd have to crash the market. Uh, so they're just going to front and act like they can do something about it, but they can't do anything about it. Uh, that's my humble opinion on it. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion on it.
I want to talk about college. Uh, I'm, I've been very controversial about college. Um, I'm 19. I'm not going to college. I finished high school and I decided not to go to college. Um, this is against my parents' wishes, my family's wishes, my friends' wishes. And uh, I actually was planning on going to college throughout uh, school, middle school, high school. The only reason that I made that decision was actually social media. And uh, before you say like, oh man, you're listening to all these gurus on social media. Like pretty much I consumed a crazy amount of information from many entrepreneur interviews. This wasn't only like the crazy famous entrepreneurs that you know about Gary Vaynerchuk and all these people. I listened to like a lot of interviews with like down to earth entrepreneurs uh, and some of them did believe in college and some of them didn't. But I came to the conclusion that if all the information is on the internet for completely free, what's the real value of a college education? And I researched it and I said, okay, what are the pros of college going to college? Well, I guess the biggest pros that people say about going to college are, is you learn how to learn. Okay. That's like a big pro going to college, you're going to learn how to learn something. It's like, wow, I'm going to learn how to learn something. That sounds really valuable. But then I came to the conclusion that that's completely BS. Okay. Because in today's society or not, I shouldn't say society, but in today's uh, environment, uh, the way you learn is not in a textbook. The way you learn is on Google. The way you learn is on YouTube. Okay. You don't learn on, on reading a textbook. Or asking a teacher. That's not how you learn. Okay. The way you're going to learn is going on YouTube and searching up. How do I fix this issue? Or how do I hire somebody for this? Or how do I do this and that and that? So the way you really are going to learn how to learn is starting a business. And then when some when a problem comes up, you go on Google and you say, how do I solve this problem? And then you learn how to solve the problem on Google. And guess what? The next time you have that problem, you're going to know how to do it. Or... You're going to forget it and go back to Google and Google it. You're not going to learn it from spending four to eight years in college reading some out-of-date textbook and listening to some professor who's never even done what they're teaching and who's a communist and who's saying that all rich people are bad and that business is bad and they should just go get a job and invest in a 401k. We're not even going to be able to invest your own money or take your money out because they're going to take a fee. It's completely BS, BS if you ask me and anybody that's giving you that advice to go to college uh, is just afraid of you uh, being able to manage your own path and they're, they're trying to protect you, but they don't think you have the balls to actually be able to, uh, uh, you know, do your own thing uh, or or the inter they don't think that you have the internal fortitude to uh, to make it. And that's it. If you think you got it, then I think you should go for it. Um, unless you're going to an Ivy League school, unless you there's like some really crazy opportunity, you think you can go to NBA, something like that. You can go to the pro baseball, you can be a pro baseball player, something like that. Then I think you should go to college because you can't just, well, I don't, I don't really know if you can go to the NBA if you don't go to college. I don't think you can, but I'm not a pro. Don't take my advice on that. Anyways. Something else I want to talk about is uh, something that the younger people should listen to me about. Um, so I've been, I've listened to a lot of older people and kind of heard what they think about what they regret uh, about their life. Uh, because if you ask me, if I want to use my life, this opportunity to the best of my ability, 
I want to see what the people who've already finished it uh, regret, what they would have done more if, uh, so I can do that. And something I've noticed is that uh, if you listen to Warren Buffett, something that he said was, uh, he said that uh, many people say that, oh, I'm going to do that later. I'm going to do this, but then later I'm going to do what I really want to do. And he said, saying that is just like saving sex for older age. If you ask me, I think of that old Warren Buffett, I bet he wishes he had more sex when he was younger. And I know what you're going to say. You're going to be like, oh, don't stop thinking dirty. But I honestly think that the guy wished he, had, he, he hooked up with more chicks when he was younger. I feel like he did in college. I bet he wished that he read a few less business books and that he hooked up with more hot chicks when his, uh, you know, uh, his lightning rod still worked, if you know what I mean. Uh, and uh, if you listen to Gary Vaynerchuk, he says the same thing as well. Uh, he says that he literally worked his whole 20s uh, without stopping and that he wishes he hooked up with more chicks because he didn't do anything else. And, uh, you know, now he has a wife and kids and stuff and he can't just go go around, you know, slaying women like that. Uh, and uh, I, I, my best friend, Quinn, his name is Quinn, and uh, he, his, he, uh, I lived with him for a short time. Uh, I was his roommate and, and uh, what uh, we talked with his grandpa and what his grandpa said was he wishes that he hooked up with more chicks when he was younger, you know, because I guess that's just what uh, old men and, you know, I can only talk for old for men at least. Um, that's like a common thing that I hear from old guys. Like they just wish that they hooked up with more chicks when they were younger and they had the opportunity. Uh, so. And you don't really hear about a lot of old guys talking about they wish they hung out with their friends more. Like, I've never heard that. But I've definitely heard that I wish I hooked up with more chicks. So if you ask me, I would say stop hanging out with your friends and hook up with more chicks. Uh, that's what I've got to say to end this podcast. Uh, so make sure to subscribe. Uh, and I'll see you.